Namat, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. How you doing? I'm good. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> this is Two Girls, One Ghost podcast. Two Girls, One Ghost. We are Corinne and... Sabrina. And this is an Encounters episode where we read the ghost stories that you send us, which are real stories that happened to you. Real experiences. To you, your family members, to your friends, your cousins, the family members. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there? Your pets? So, that's it. Yeah. Your dad's friend's daughter. Mm. Twice removed. <laughs> daughter twice removed. All that stuff that confuses is, but... me. Yeah, family trees are confusing. I'm recording on my new laptop and I'm really excited and I hope maybe it will help with our audio issues. Yes. Well, okay. So someone posted on our Facebook page and was like, oh, does anyone else hear the clicking? It's always In every episode. episode. <laughs> and yes, we hear it because there's something wrong with our, with our equipment. Or a ghost. Or a ghost. But we're going to test out some of the some of the suggestions people make, people, whoa, I can't talk today. This is going to go real well because we have a lot more recording to do. We can do it. Our phones are on the other side of the room, so hopefully they don't interfere with our recording. Yeah, the second we started recording, we threw our phones. Chucked them. Chucked them across the room. Um, I think I'm an alien. What? Because <laughs> I got 23andMe for Christmas, and they just sent me an email saying they couldn't extract the DNA from it, and they're sending me a new kit, and then it's very uncommon. What? Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe it just got contaminated in the process of of testing, which happens in a lot of of labs, forensic labs. Well, maybe, but now I have to wait again, like another two months. Oh, that is a pain. I know, but I'm curious to see what I come back as if it will happen again. I'm curious too. I love that stuff. I think it's so fascinating. It's an interesting topic. I hear there's a lot of controversy around those things and that people are like, no, I know I'm Italian and I've been Italian through generations and then it comes back that they're not. Yeah, I've heard that too, but... How do we know what's real? We don't. Speaking of things that are not real... What? There was on the latest episode of My Favorite Murder... It's not the latest episode. It was like three back or something. They talked... Someone emailed in about Champ, the lake monster, that's (gasps) Vermont's lake monster. No way. And I got so excited. I'm a little behind because I've been listening to my audiobook, which I just finished today, and I was so depressed. So now I'll I'll go back to podcasts. Okay. It was just thrilling to hear Champ be mentioned. I wonder if they listened to our podcast. If you're from Connecticut and owned a home in Vermont on the lake for two years, holla. Or slash if you were the person that wrote the story and that was an easier way of finding them. Yeah, but people could people could claim that they wrote the story and it wasn't actually them. That's true. Imposters. Another exciting thing that happened on that episode was they did an ad for the upcoming television show Heathers, which is based on that like cult classic. Wait, they're making a show about it? Yes. And I had no idea. I was so excited because I didn't realize it was gonna be like a big thing and my grandlittle's in it. She's one of the. Oh no she way! That role like a while ago, yeah. That's so exciting. Look and at our that, friends being famous. Mm-hmm. Did I mention that Arms Akimbo was mentioned in Billboard? No, I think you only mentioned it to me. 
Well, Arms Akimbo also just got mentioned on Billboard or in Billboard magazine for their new song, which is so cool. Arms Akimbo, for everyone who doesn't know, which you should know, they wrote our intro music. And they're freaking amazing. Yeah, they did. They need to write a full version of the song now. And then a lot of people are requesting it. Yeah, and then if we ever do a live show, they will be on stage like they'll be our roots band. <laughs> and just play awesome music. If anyone comes up on stage to like tell their own ghost stories, yeah. have some spooky music in the back. <laughs> I was trying to think of like words and I can't. We don't need words for this podcast. Yeah. Should we get into ghost stories? Yeah. Let's All do right. it. Let's do it. Um, who wants to go first? I can go first. Okay. I picked out two specifically with you in mind, Sabrina. You're always thinking of me and it's so thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> Way back when you were saying that you just want ghosts to help us out and to do good deeds. I do. And I have two stories for you. They do it? They exist? These ghosts they exist? do it. All right. Heck yes. This one is from Maya. She okay. said, hi, my eight-year-old son has had a friend he calls Ghost that only he can see. Ghost has been present in our family basically ever since my son could talk. There has been discussions about whether it's an imaginary friend or an actual ghost, but the way that my son talks about him feels like Ghost is really a ghost. We don't know his real name or how he died, but he plays with our son a lot and reads to him. Oh, that's so sweet. We used to be creeped out by ghosts, but he's such a frequent guest and consistently helpful that he doesn't bother us anymore. The event that really made my husband and I believe was when we were out in our backyard of our previous home. We had hops growing along the house, and our son had scratched himself playing. He was about three years old then. Our son walks over to the hops plants and plucks a hop off the vine and sticks it in his mouth, chews it up, and spits it on his scratch and smears it around. We asked our son, what are you doing? And he replied that Ghost told him to do it because it would help his cut, which is true. Hops have been used to reduce inflammation and pain. But there was no way that he could have known that as he was only three years old. Yeah, there's no way. I I didn't even know that. Right, I didn't either. When I think hops, I think beer. Right, and granted, there might be some three-year-olds out there that are smarter than me, but like, (laughs) that's an odd fact to know. So what's that show? Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Fifth grader, yeah. Now it's going to be, are you smarter than a (laughs) (laughs) three-year-old? Well, it's not fair. He has a ghost to help him. I know. Ghost is very helpful. Last year, we moved into a house that is directly across from an old pioneer cemetery. I asked him if Ghost came to our house with us or if he stayed behind. He told us that Ghost can go wherever he wants and doesn't (gasps) visit... scary to have a three-year-old tell you that <laughs> wow um but he doesn't visit us very often anymore because he doesn't like all the ghosts in the cemetery and oh. our son will point out the ghosts in the cemetery and in our house oh. he's not freaked out by them at all but he doesn't like them in our house so you'll often hear him telling random ghosts to leave or to get out it's the sixth seriously sense. it is wow i see dead It sounds like we would be freaked out more than we are, but at this point, we're so used to it. He also (laughs) says that there's two kinds of ghosts. 
One kind looks like people, but sort of see-through, and they talk. Not to him, but to each other. He can't hear what they're saying. He says Ghost is the only one who he can hear, but he hears him through his head and not his ears. Whoa. The other kind of ghost he sees looks like shadows. They're people, but all black, and they don't talk to anyone. He says he's never seen a ghost try to hurt us or anything, and they just come and go as they please. Anyhow, there's our ghost story. Love your podcast. Can't wait to catch up on the rest of the episodes. Maya. Whoa. Her son has mad skills. Such a gift. So talented. That is amazing. And insightful. Like, he he probably knows more about ghosts and spirits than we do. Maybe he should take over our podcast. He should. Maya, your son can have the microphone. Two girls and one little ghost lover. One little ghost boy. <laughs> one little ghost alive. boy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is so crazy. And it's amazing that he can distinguish between the types of spirits. Like, he recognizes... Totally. The patterns and the groups. And that he can kind of see into the other... I guess universe would be the right word. But, like, it's like a parallel alternate universe mm-hmm. where ghosts are just living their lives normally. Speaking of, I just saw Coco. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. I Corinne, you have to see it because it paints the world I'm of the ghost cry. world so magically. And it is everything I imagined. Like, they cross Didn't this bridge. Yeah, it just won. I watched it after my grandma's funeral. Oh. And it was, like, so... It was so topical, like, imperfect for what we were all experiencing in my family, even though my sister and mom both fell asleep watching it. And, <laughs> but they do that all the time. So that's yeah. just on them. That's nothing about the movie. It's just who they are. The movie was fantastic. And you, if anyone hasn't seen it, please do. It's beautifully done. The music is amazing. It will make you cry. But also just the way that they make or represent the ghost world is so beautiful. And it's exactly as I pictured it. Okay. I'll add it to my list. I mean, it was already on my list, but I'll bump it up. Okay. It's really good. I saw the video. Oh, my gosh. So cute, but also so heartbreaking of a little boy who had lost his infant sister. And he didn't realize that his parents were filming. And they have, like, a little nook in their house with photos of her and flowers and like a little memorial set up oh. and he didn't realize that his parents were filming him and he's singing songs from Coco to his little sisters. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. It's heartbreaking. Oh, that's heartbreaking so and heartwarming at the same time. Yeah. But anyway, Ghost was a good Ghost was a good ghost. Yeah. And I like that his name was Ghost. Ghost. It's just Ghost. Just straightforward. This is what I am. What's your name? Ghost. <laughs> what if his real name was Ghost? Could have been. It's Could like the been. cat in, um, what's that Audrey Hepburn movie, Breakfast at Tiffany's? And she adopts oh, yeah. the cat and she names it Cat. I called Leia Chicken, but that's just because she, <laughs> that's just because she really likes my fake chicken that I eat. <laughs> uh, I had a hermit crab that I named Duck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like 17 years old when I named it. It wasn't like a little kid thing. <laughs> that's Okay. Oh, and my neighbors had a my mom one of my mom's good friends, Kathy, they had a they had a or they have a dog named Kitty. So cute. Oh, I like that. That also reminds me of the mom in that 70s show. Oh yes. Ugh, 
She was the best part of the show. She was. All right, I have a story for you. Okay. Okay. This is from Amber. And the subject is Supernatural Experiences. Hey, Sabrina and Corinne, my name is Amber, and I would just like to start off by saying I absolutely love your podcast. I have a couple of stories that I'd like to share with you. I was in the passenger seat, and my best friend Hillary was driving us home from visiting our friend at college. My boyfriend at the time kept calling and flipping out that I wasn't home yet. In parentheses, he was a douche. (laughs) So she sped up, going about 70 to 75 miles per hour. I did not have my seatbelt on, and all of a sudden, something told me to put on my seatbelt, so I did. And I shit you not, not even a minute later, her front tire blew out. Now remember, she was driving very fast. She lost control of the car, it started spinning, and during this time, my passenger side door flung open. We hit a small tree and almost went into a pond before the car finally came to a stop. If I had not put on my seatbelt, I would have been thrown from the car. Luckily, I walked away with just some whiplash. I never thought of it as a paranormal or supernatural experience, but the more I think about it, the more I believe it was. Just crazy. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Story number two. It has the same boyfriend in it, parentheses, the douche, but years (laughs) before the car accident. We were alone in my apartment, laying in bed watching TV. All of a sudden, we hear this knock on a wall that is behind that is directly behind our heads, and we immediately jump up and question what it was. So my dumbass decided to knock back. A few seconds later, we hear a reply knock, and at this point, I was figuratively peeing my pants. There were no knocks after this. We managed to calm down and fall asleep. Well, days later, my mom and I noticed that the lights would flicker at around the same time every night. I do believe it was around 10 p.m. We didn't really think anything of it because we had those long fluorescent bulbs that were known to flicker. Well, my mom is a crazy lady that likes to play with the Ouija board. I know what you're thinking. Fuck that. <laughs> she went over to her friend's house who was sensitive to spirits and played with the Ouija board. Well, her friend made contact with a spirit who spelled out the word lights. And then all of the lights went off. The smoke detector started beeping and the breaker blew. They continued to make contact with the spirit. The spirit said it was sending my mom signs to show it that it was there. And then my mom realized who she was speaking to. It was my stepfather that had just recently passed away the year before. So it turns out it was just my stepdad trying to say hello. I hope you enjoyed my hearing my experiences. I have a couple of more stories to tell, but I'll save them for next time. Sage some shit, and I'll see you on the other side. Take care. I like how she was like, oh, it was just my stepdad trying to say hello. Um, he was You were alone with your boyfriend at the time. I don't think he was saying hello. I think he was like, watch yourself. <laughs> it could have been a warning. like. Clearly, that boyfriend was not a good dude, right? according to Amber. Amber. Um, so maybe it was a warning, like, hey, get away from him. Yeah, or for him to get away from his daughter, his stepdaughter. Right. The car accident one really freaks me out. I mean, thank goodness something told her to put her seatbelt on. I wonder... It could have been the stepfather again, because that second story happened before the car yeah. accident one, right? Right. Yeah, it did. Well, it also makes me think of with Maya's son, he says that he doesn't hear the thoughts through his, through his ears. He hears them in his head, like it's placed mm-hmm. there. So similar to this experience, like when a thought is put into your head, but it feels like it's not your own thought, is that right. some form of paranormal experience? And I don't know. God, I just love stories like that. 
or you avoid something because someone, some... Right. Because that could have been... Divine intervention. She could have... She could have... She probably... Realistically, she most likely would have died. Yes. If you get The door swung open. She would have flown out. Yeah, she was going... The car was going very fast as well. Yeah. So imagine going, what, 70 miles an hour and... All of a sudden stopping at zero miles... Zero miles per hour? Yeah, your body would fly through the Your body can't take that. No. Physics. Yep. The human body is more fragile than we think. But then there's always these crazy incidents of people surviving the most gnarly things. Makes you wonder if there's like a plan for you and if crazy things happen and you're you're not meant to die in them, so you survive it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like Final Destination, sort of. It, yeah. Well, also, I mean, we've we've heard stories where they like that one. I think of the one Ouija board story that we read a few encounters back, mm-hmm. where the girl ended up dying the the month that the yes. spirit Ooh. told them through the Ouija board. It freaks me out. Yes, me too. But then it also like freaks me out because it's like, is everything predetermined in life? It just reminds me you put a tweet up taking a poll mm-hmm. of whether someone would want to know when they die or how they die. It was a pretty close call, too. It was almost 50-50, but I think most people said when. Yeah. I would prefer when. Me too, because then you're just like, okay, the day's coming, and then that day's hell, but if you know how, yeah. what if it's a car accident? Every single time you get in your car, you're just a nervous wreck, which is almost yeah. every day. I want to hear more stories about ghosts helping people out. Ghost helpers, ghost helpers. I'd watch that show. (laughs) It would be like three episodes before it was canceled. (laughs) So Brandy, Brandy had a ghost that helps out in the way that I think that you had mentioned before. Ooh. Or had, had been thinking. I had been requesting. This is from Brandy. She said, hey, Corinne and Sabrina, I've been binging your podcast for a week or so and I'm almost caught up. I have a ton of personal paranormal stories, but I'll stick to just a few ones for now. We have lived in haunted houses pretty much all of my life. In an old farmhouse we lived in when I was in the first grade, we had an old lady ghost. She would put away groceries, clean my brother's room, and rock in the rocking chair that was there when we moved in. When my parents decided to move out from this house, my mother invited the ghost to come with us, which she had done in every house we lived in since. Oh, my God. That's so sweet. She does it because the ghost is friendly, and I guess she drew attached. I don't know. She's kind of a nut. (laughs) (laughs) You be nice to your mother. (laughs) Nice to your mother. Well, the mother's being nice to the ghost. That's true. Also, we really have no idea if the ghost that follows my mom from house to house is the old lady ghost or someone else. (gasps) Oh, my God. Who else would it be? What if you... Hey, as long as it's posing as the old lady and still helping out, I think it's fine. Maybe her mom just attracts really helpful ghosts. Yeah, she puts off that sort of energy. I wish I put off that kind of energy. My mom does that. She has resting confused face. <laughs> and so everyone thinks she needs help and so she doesn't have to. <laughs> she always gets assistance. I'm like, oh, I wish I had that. What kind of face do I have? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How? <laughs> Not when you do that face. <laughs> elated, resting elated face. <laughs> resting roller coaster face. 
Anyway, we experienced the most activity in what we call the White House. Is this secretly Obama's daughter? Once we were able to communicate with it using Christmas lights, it would make them blink. Oh my gosh, Stranger Stranger Things! things! Which for the skeptics, they weren't blinking lights, so no, they weren't about to go out. LOL. (laughs) (laughs) We talked to it until we got too freaked out and were in tears. It would also open and close the hallway cupboards until politely asked to stop. It once stacked all of my left shoes in a pile in the middle of the bedroom floor. Interesting. At one point or another, we all had stayed in the far bedroom upstairs. When my sister and her husband stayed in there late at night, they would hear footsteps leading up to the door, and then the doorknob would start to jiggle. When my uncle lived in the room, he was talking to my mom, mocking the ghost, saying it didn't exist. Don't do that. (laughs) Oh, don't taunt the ghost. So the ghost took his wallet and hid it for three days. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Serves him right. I know. My uncle tore apart the house looking for it, and my mom said, if you apologize to the ghost, I'm sure it will turn up. So he did, and then he went upstairs, and his wallet was in the middle of his bed. The ghost was a major prankster. He made the smoke detector He made the smoke detector beep. Only one beep when I was standing under it. And no, I didn't. No, it didn't need batteries. No, I didn't need batteries. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe she's a robot. Beep, beep, beep. Maybe I am. 23 and me can't figure That's me out. That's true. Finally, the last experience I have to share about the house is one that I'll never forget. One night in the far room I mentioned earlier, I woke up from a dead sleep. I looked t- over I looked over to the door and saw a tall black shadow figure standing there. I looked at it for a minute and then I rolled back over and went to sleep. I really wasn't afraid. It didn't feel like a bad spirit. I honestly believe it was just my grandfather checking on me. Oh, well, that's nice. I thought it was just like it was a straight up shadow person, but I don't give a. Yeah, I was a child shadow person, so I just turned over. Just rolled over and said, screw you. (laughs) Not today, Junior. It was at night, so maybe it was shadowy because the figure was backlit, so maybe it was her grandfather. Right. Just like standing in the doorway. Uh, I have more to share, but I'll write another time for those stories. Keep being awesome, and I'll see you on the other side. Brandy. I almost just whispered, see you on the other side. (laughs) It's tempting. It's tempting to do that. That is tempting. Wow. I just, like, okay, here's the other thing with this, with her, her story. Remember when I told you that I responded to an email that I swear came in in, like, September or something? Yes, and you couldn't find it? it? couldn't find it uh-huh. i swear to god this is it oh my god but you found Which it was... no she oh. just more recently sent this to us so you think you read it before maybe you had crazy deja vu like okay because i was typing in i read every single story every single email that we got between when we started and like end of january and i know it was sent sometime between September and November because it was one of the times when I went and brought my car in and I responded to it sitting in the dealership. I remember this vividly and I was like, oh, got to read this one to Sabrina. And I have been trying to find it ever since because it was about an old lady ghost who put away the groceries and was in a rocking chair. Those were the like the key phrases I remembered and I would put them in the search engine, couldn't find anything, went through every single email. And it really freaks me out because I honestly think this is the email. What? 
just, I somehow read it like four months earlier. That's weird. Because in my mind too, I was like, and and all of the helping behavior was in the first paragraph. So I was only reading the first paragraph of every single email. And this is how this is. Maybe you really are a robot. I don't know. That's I weird. I to her and I said, I swear I've already read this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. I know. I don't know what it is. But it finally came in. I mean, it was only driving me crazy for the past two months. It was meant to come in eventually if you had already read it. It was going to come back to your life. Do you think that's how long the loop is between like... That's a really short loop. (laughs) Four four months. (laughs) Reset. Future me, do I get skinny? (laughs) Tell me. I need to know. Oh, Corinne. <laughs> I always want to lose weight, but then I also think like, well, what if someone was trying to kidnap me? I'm much heavier and more central to the ground in the way that I am right now. One, you're beautiful and perfect, so stop. And then two, you can get out of kidnapping just by acting strange. Like, I would straight up start acting like a cat and, like, licking this guy, the person's, like, foot and, like, meowing. Mm -hmm. I'd put them in a headlock between my thighs. (laughs) And then since I do have a little extra something down there, it would mold to the shape of their face and suffocate them. There you go. (laughs) That's maybe not acting bizarre. That's maybe self-defense, but. (laughs) Bizarre self-defense. Yeah, it's my go-to move that I've never had to do. Fingers crossed you never have to. Oh, my gosh. The other day, we passed Sesame Place, which is in um, uh, Pennsylvania. And mm-hmm. as I was driving by it, I go, but how many child abductions do you think happen there every year? And ev- <gasps> Sabrina! <laughs> and everyone in the car just, like, stares at me like, what the <laughs> heck? I was like, what? The first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> hey. Everyone was thinking it. Yeah. Or maybe no one was. That's why everyone was shocked. I think I was the only one thinking it. Oh, my God. How horrible. Yeah. But now I'm going to have to Google it and find out. Or if anyone else knows, let me know. Um, On a lighter note, well, I don't – everyone fact-checked me on this because I read this <laughs> a long time ago, as in like a week ago, so I already forgot. Um, But I believe it was in Louisiana or – why did I put an R on the end of that? Louisiana? It was somewhere in Louisiana. Um, <laughs> I think it was the state of Louisiana that is proposing that if someone uh, is abusive to animals, they have to register just like a sex offender would. Really? Which I'm like, clap, clap. Yes, please. Because we know the natural progression. Mm-hmm. First you kill the squirrel. Then you kill the neighborhood dog. And you kill the little nine-year-old girl down the road. And then all of a sudden, brunettes with middle parts are going missing everywhere. Yeah. Just take them right from Sesame Place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Everyone avoid that place. Oh, gosh. Another creepy thing. I have one more scary ghost story. Okay. Okay. So a while back, I said that I was collecting ghost stories from other podcasters, and I still am. So this one is from Allie, who is a host, one of the hosts of A Taste of Reality podcast, which is a fun podcast where Allie and Sam talk about reality TV, food, and everything in the world. 
It's fun. It's an awesome podcast. And her story is scary. Allie says, hey, ladies, I'm loving the show. Keep up the amazing work. Here we go. When I was 17, me and one of my best friends went to babysit a little girl who was around eight years old. It was a normal everyday babysitting gig until we heard the noise of keys jingling and hitting the kitchen counter. We were in the little girl's bedroom at the time, and my friend and I both heard the keys and both started walking towards the dining room to greet the parents. When we got to the dining room, we realized no one was there. So we checked the doorknob to the front door, and the door had been on the and the door had been unlocked the whole time. At that moment, we assumed someone had come into the house. So I got my keys and took my friend and the little girl into my car just as a precaution. We were sitting in the car looking at the house, and there are lots of windows in the front of the house so you can see into the dining room and the living room. As we were sitting in the car trying to calm down, we called the little girl's parents to tell them that, we, that they should probably come home. Then it happened. My friend let out a loud, oh my god. I frantically asked her what was wrong, and she brushes it off and said, Nothing. Sorry. Everything is okay. (laughs) I let it go. But moments later, I see their dog climb on top of the dining room table. He's facing the doorway, and he starts frantically barking. I turn back and ask the little girl, Have you ever seen your dog do that? She shook her head, No. I turn back to look at the dog in the dining room, and I almost passed out from what I saw. Oh my gosh, she's building this. Like I'm really crazy. Scared. Okay. There was a shadow figure leaning in and out of the doorway where the dog was barking. The shadow would go into the doorframe and the dog would bark furiously. And when it would move out, the dog would stop. There was no rhythm to the movement and no object that could cast that kind of shadow figure. What I saw, the dog clearly saw too. I watched this for about five minutes before my friend saw it. I saw her face just go white, and she turned to me and said, Allie, when I said, oh my god, earlier, it was because I saw a figure walk through the living room. She never believed in anything supernatural into that night. We sat for 15 minutes watching this thing happen with the dog and the shadow figure. We wanted so badly for there to be a human in the house, a human in the house, but when the parents got home and checked the whole place, there was no one. We grabbed our cash and told the parents we heard noises and just wanted to be 100% safe by going out to the car. I could barely drive. I was still shaking so violently, but we weren't going to spend any more time near that house, so we bolted. It still shakes both of us till this day, and we'll always remember that night. Thanks for reading, ladies. Thank you for also being so supportive of our podcast. We love you. Allie from A Taste of Reality Podcast. Well, the plus side was that she had a friend with her. I know. You know? This is the buddy she system. Wasn't alone. You should do everything in a buddy system. Babysitting. Yeah. Going to the bathroom. This is why girls go to the bathroom together. Just in case you see a reflection that isn't yours in the mirror. <laughs> Yikes. 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 Um, yeah. That's terrifying. Especially, like, we talk about this all the time. Being in someone else's home and experiencing something is, like, worse than being in your own home. Right. There's something about your own home where you can just sort of almost dismiss it and be like, well, I live here, so it's okay. I'll just let it go Yeah, for now. But when you're in someone else's home, you're not comfortable. Right. And especially when you're entrusted to keep someone's child safe and <laughs> you're like, I don't even feel safe. There's no way that this child is safe. You know what blows my mind is what? that we used to babysit when we were younger before we could even drive. I was like, what if there was an emergency? I was 12 and babysitting like a newborn. Oh my God. 
actually, I think I did the same thing like a few times. That is insane, right? Yeah, it's not okay. 12-year-olds don't know what to do. No. I actually stopped babysitting. I only babysat like a few times. I stopped because I was too afraid. Like at night in someone's dark home and you put the the little kid to bed and then it's like 8 p.m. your time. It's not very late, but like still. I picked families based on the snacks that they had in their house. And sometimes the babysitting was worth the snack. I picked them on how fast I could run to my own home from the front door. <laughs> if the answer was less than 45 seconds sprinting, I would babysit. <laughs> so you had maybe two options of people to babysit? I actually did only babysit two people. <laughs> I know you said so I dog sat. I dog sat. But dogs can protect you. Yeah. One of them was deaf. She never heard me. (laughs) I'd have to go in front of her and wave and be like, we're going this way. (sighs) (sighs) That's been another episode of Two Girls, One Ghost Encounters. Thank you for joining us on another Wednesday. Another spooky Wednesday. Wait, I have cool, well, we have cool news together. You're coming to town. Oh, it's like, what do we have together? And... I was thinking, we were thinking, maybe we'll do, like, a Facebook Live. So everyone should join our Facebook group if you want to see us make fools of ourselves on Facebook. I'm going out to Cali for nine days, and Sabrina's leaving for half of it. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) Bad timing. I know. That's okay. It'll still be fun. Yeah. We'll have the first weekend together. Exactly. We'll do a Facebook Live We'll run around Los Angeles. Take more pictures of ourselves in the same outfits, just like when you were here in Salem. (laughs) Yep. And then this time, I'll bring a backpack with a change of, like, six different outfits. Okay, I'll do the same. And then Mm -hmm. we'll take one photo, or maybe, like, four photos, and I'll run to the bathroom, change. It's interesting that we're about to take a photo shoot when our podcast is about our voices and ghosts and not us or what we look like. (laughs) But people care. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we're different. <laughs> I say nobody cares when you say people care. <laughs> but it's interesting. Like, I'll post a picture of the topic of the week and it gets like yeah, a decent amount of likes. But the second I post a picture of us or a meme, people like us and memes, it just like through the roof with likes. <sighs> Maybe they feel guilty by not liking a photo of us if we post it. So they feel like they have to. Mm. It's an obligation. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably well, Anyway, guys, <laughs> you can include photos of yourselves in emails yeah. to us. Yeah. Selfies. <laughs> um, so if you have stories of your own, sorry that I'm like force feeding myself chapstick this entire episode. Okay. But my lips are, I don't know what's wrong. Um, Is that your new diet, eating chapstick? (laughs) It's how I'm getting skinny in the next four months. (laughs) 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 Gotta fit into my ghost costume for The big old sheet. (laughs) Oh my gosh, someone posted. Oh, we have to repost it somewhere. Someone posted a video of, it was people wearing sheets as like ghosts and dancing and they said, this is what I picture a two girls, one ghost meetup. Oh, my God, I saw that. 
That's amazing. Yes. Yes. I hope so. Me too. So funny. Um, But anyway, so if you have emails of your own, if you have... (laughs) If you have an email address, use it. <laughs> use it. Email us at two girls one ghost podcast with any experiences that you've had or someone you know has had. At two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com. What did I say? You just said two girls one ghost podcast. Oh. Fill in the blank. We also have social media. Yes. So as Sabrina has referenced, we have Facebook. Mm-hmm. We have a Facebook group that's private that you can mm-hmm. join where a lot of people post fun and spooky stuff. And we have Instagram, which you can follow, and we have Twitter. What else? Oh, rate and review us on iTunes because we are so close to having 666 ratings. As creepy as it is, I'm really excited for the day that we hit that number just to take a picture of it. keep watching because what if it just flickers I know, I'm really nervous 665 about 665 and 667. Oh, shit. It's like when you first get your car and you want to take a picture when it goes like one, two, three, four, five. Oh, yeah. You know, on the mileage. Um, but anyway, yes, please rate, review, all that jazz. And then to get a free vegan Two Girls, One Ghost branded lip balm, go to designmysoap.com and enter promo code T-G-O-G at checkout. And we will. See you on the other side. side.